right, welcome to a special edition of the PHPA podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Dion from the PHPA, along with not one, not two, but three members of the PHPA Alumni Network. So today we're joined by Andy Sutton, Dalton Levier, and Andrew Alberts, whose common bond is Verbero Hockey. So Verbero has been a great partner with the PHPA, uh, providing some fantastic opportunities for both current and former PHPA members. So let's kick things off and learn more about from learn more about Verbero, including what those opportunities are. And let's go straight to the source and to the CEO of Verbero, uh, Andy Sutton. So Andy, you, you enjoyed a 14-year pro career, mainly in the NHL, but with a few stops in the AHL in Europe and retiring following the uh, 2011-12 season. So talk a bit about your hockey journey, but but how did that lead you to Verbero? Well, and, and thanks, Daryl. I appreciate it. Nice, uh, nice to see everybody. It, it, um, it's like like everybody's journey. It's it's uh, interwoven, you know, with all kinds of different relationships and people along the way and experiences. And that's sort of the, that's sort of the I guess the underbelly of all this. The the road to get there. Uh, I think we've all had different roads, right? We've play, played in different places, but we it, it doesn't change the fact that we're all do doing the trying to do the exact same thing. And then in that, you know, whether we're on a team in the East Coast League a team in the NHL or a team in Europe, we're meeting all kinds of people along the way and we're stopping in all kinds of different places. And then we're all from somewhere. So we all have the ability to tie the Verbero program into where we've been, you know, to build our sub rep for us, to bring on, you know, team or association accounts in these different locales. My road to Verbero, when I first retired from the game, um, I was working on some intellectual property development and working to try to license really protect protective systems. Um, and one thing led to the next. I ended up going and working as president of a, a multi-brand hockey company. And while I was there, I made some investments into that business. Um, I, I was part of some acquisitions while I was there and then really put everything to call um, in, in December of 2019 with the intention of taking Verbero outside because what I really wanted to do was identify, well, I'd already identified the problems, but I wanted to solve a lot of problems, which was really price point. Um, the game's gotten you know out of hand and parents are paying more than they should. So we really wanted to focus on, we call it player direct pricing, but player direct pricing to everybody. Um, we don't focus on building in wholesale margins. We're not, it's a completely different model. We're obviously an e-commerce company um, we're, we're pre predominantly in the US and Canada, but we do sell in, in Europe as well. Um, and, and really more than anything, I wanted our program to be uncomplicated. I wanted to take everything that I learned playing in the game, working in the game, everything, you know, that things that Verbero had um, in its arsenal, I wanted to take the best of and sort of apply it all together. And the first thing that I did, my, I'm very fortunate, my best friend's an elite level software programmer, he programs for the government. And uh, he, he built this team store software that we have. So we have a 24 seven, 365 team store that we build for teams, leagues and associations that allow them access to the goods and to, to brand to branded goods really like team team logoed items across the board we own our own apparel manufacturing that was the other thing i wanted control because across the board in the industry the one thing that is not there is is control from the other from the other brands because they don't own manufacturing so i wanted to have ultimate control there so that we can move things quicker and make sure we keep to keep the product costs down um, you know, outside of that, we, we really, the, the main feature and why we're all sitting here is we, we opened up a territorialist rep 
sales system really more than anything. And we allow our reps to build their own sub rep forces and earn off essentially off of the sub rep sales. So it's, it's allowed us to, to get connected. Like a Andrew and I played against each other for a long time in the NHL. We didn't know each other, probably didn't even like each other, but we, we talk once or twice a week now and we're interconnected and Andrew's, you know, working hard selling for Barbero, but he's also our, our director of head protection because of his background and our affiliation with Cav on the helmet side. Um, you know, Dalton, same thing. Dalton and I crossed paths a, a little bit in, in Atlanta while I was there. And then Dalton went on a very different road than, than I did and and still played a, a long time and had a great career. And Dalton Dalton and, and his partner, Kyle Beattie, they are really starting to drive things in the St. Catharines area and really putting a blanket over things because of the, all of their affiliations there. So the, the program, and I tell everybody, and sorry for, for being long-winded about it, it's hard to like encapsulate it in a short statement, but we've kind of become like the social network of hockey. And then really more than anything, I say this, like, cause we are speaking about two PHPA members. Like we have such an opportunity, all of us because of our backgrounds and the credibility that we have in the game. And our program is solid. Like our products are second to none. We have the lightest stick on the market, the only full carbon fiber skate, the only 3D printed helmet, the only full custom goalie equipment uh, systems. We have the only team store. I mean, there's a lot of things that make Verbero different. And because of that, we've seen very little barrier to entry on the sales side. And in the end, sales is really all about relationships. The other thing that I'll say like for us is, and it's imperative for us, I want to make sure that I uphold certainly my reputation and the reputations of our of our sales reps. And at the same point in time, like I'm not looking to add all kinds of extra work on your side either. Like we really, as a brand, we pride ourselves to to really dovetail in with the sales associates to make sure that we remove as much work from you as we can, because the introduction is everything, right? Like, you know, Dalton's introducing us to a, an organization. Like we want to internally support Dalton. So we've got several people internally with Verbero that essentially come in and make sure that that whole program is a success while minimizing the amount of work that say that Dalton and Andrew have to do on a given association. So that that's in a nutshell who we are and how it sort of got got rolling and, and where it's progressed to today. And, and, you know, I'm obviously super honored to have these guys on, on board. And I think we've got close to 30 PHPA members now and about 25 ex NHLers. So it's really, it's really starting to compound the growth. Um, and, and, and I, I feel like we've created a program that's really speaking to people. Mm -hmm. Well, for sure. So, um, actually, let's let's speak to that. So we're fortunate to have uh, Dalton Levy mm. uh, from St. Catharines, Ontario. Uh, so just a real brief background, but Dalton was a first round draft pick of Atlanta uh, in 2008. He spent the next four seasons playing in the NCAA at Michigan State University, played five seasons of pro, split between the AHL and ECHL in Europe uh, before having to retire on account of several uh, injuries suffered throughout his career. But uh, Dalton, it's awesome to have you on today. But can you just speak a little bit about your personal hockey journey? What led you personally to join Berbero and like, how did you first hear about the company and start working with them? Yeah. So I think a little bit of a different path than um, Andy and everything like that is, you know, going through the college road and then um, coming out into pro. Uh, it was interesting times. I, and I blew my knee out for the first time and came out into the, the lockout year where it was kind of a precarious thing for a lot of guys to play. And uh, so at one point it was like two years without really getting back on the ice and, then you you know you get into the grind and all that stuff and then you know several every other injuries throughout my career kind of derailed it a bit um at some point you know you got to look at life after hockey and uh, for me it was you know having to be able to maybe one day lace up the skates with my kids that was the driving force between myself retiring i knew that i had to worry about my own health a little bit and uh sometimes as much as you want to play in your mind out of that your body just doesn't want you to play anymore so i think you have to make 
a little bit of an educated decision to take a step back and to look at other options. Um, I was fortunate, like I said, going through Michigan State, I, I had a degree in my back pocket. Uh, that led me into doing uh, counseling. So I was just um, recently completing my master's degree in counseling, um, which I, at the time I was thinking about, that'd be my kind of in into the hockey world is using that to work with guys that are suffering from concussions or mental health issues. Um, and just by chance, uh, I saw an email that came across through the PHPA of opportunities and uh, Verbero hockey and sitting down, uh, gave it a read. And I'm like, well, this might be the opportunity that I need to stay in the game in some capacity um, and still enjoy kind of what I was doing. And speaking with a friend, uh, he kind of pushed us in the way of like, you know what, he has little kids. A lot of my friends right now are having kids come up to the age where they're starting hockey and, and just seeing the, the price point of what it costs for families to get involved in the game is astronomical now. And uh, it's priced a lot of people out of it where, you know, as much as they want to be involved in uh, the sport, a lot of families can't afford it. So I think Verbero is affording a lot of families uh, the opportunity to stay in the game and even do it at a better price point for the best product. And I think that was a real driving factor for myself too, is, um, you know, having my first daughter and probably some more kids along the lines here is this is going to become a real, you know, issue to myself and my friends. And I thought, well, if I can help out my local community, introducing them to one of the best options right now in the market, um, I think that's kind of the direction I wanted to go. And that's really what drove me to Verbero is, you know, it's, it's a personal connection, but as well as being able to help, you know, my community and others, uh, a new innovative way of taking the market by storm here. And I think that's what Verbero's really opened up is, um, you know, it's a niche market right now. And as they kind of, you know, explode the brand and, and grow it, I think it's going to, it's going to become, I think, one of the driving forces of becoming the top name brand um, with a different strategy um, of kind of, you know, the other big names. I think that's what Verbero has different is, it's uh, going to be that player direct option. There's going to be a face to name for teams. And like I said, that's kind of what made me become, you know, a very interested in Verbero and PHP afforded me that opportunity. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, we're also joined by Andrew Albert. So from Eden Prairie, Minnesota, he was drafted by Boston Bruins in 2001, uh, spent the next four seasons playing at Boston College, earning a communications degree and enjoyed a nine year NHL career split between the Bruins, the Flyers, the Hurricanes and Canucks. So, um, Andrew, I want to ask you the same question. Just can you speak to your personal hockey journey and what led you to join Verbero? And how did, again, how did you first hear about the company and, and start working with them? And, and what's your role with them now? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, first of all. And uh, for, for me, my, my way of actually joining Verbero was kind of a roundabout way uh, where it all kind of started back with uh, the way I had to retire uh, due to concussions and uh, post-traumatic uh, you know, injuries and symptoms that still I'm dealing with today. But uh, what that led me to is as I have kids and they're becoming uh, the age to play hockey, um, I started searching out a better protection for them. When I was, I actually started looking at helmets um, and I came across Cav and, and Cav makes uh, the only custom fit helmet. Uh, it's a soft shell helmet compared to the traditional hard shells. Um, and I looked into Cav, asked for testing, asked for information. Uh, they sent me back uh, the impact testing, which is, is far greater than the traditional helmets. And I was like, this has got to be, you know, something I got to check out and get my hands on. Um, ironically that, that same week, uh, fellow alumni, uh, Mark Mowers reached out to me and said, Hey, have you heard of Verbero? And I said, no. And he's like, well, Andy Sutton owns it. Uh, he's rebranded everything more pro style consumer direct. And they carry this custom helmet. And I'm like, well, what are the chances these two are coming together? Right. And so, um, so that's how it all kind of started. 
Um, and, and given my background and whatnot, um, the, the helmet was key to me, but also, um, as Dalton was saying, like the idea of, of being able to help out communities and help out young families, you know, getting to the point where they can buy and afford hockey equipment. Cause we do know it's an expensive sport, not just the ice, uh, that costs a lot of money, but also like the skates, sticks, the helmets, like, you name it, everything's expensive. So if we can find a way to at least cut the cost down for communities, families, uh, to have the opportunity to try, uh, and that, that's kind of the goal. And so, um, for me, I wasn't really looking for a job. And uh, I kind of fell backwards into one. And it, it's been something that, one, I, I think everybody wants to be in the hockey community, right? Like, even if you leave the hockey community, you want to get back in. You want to be part of it. You want to be part of the game. You want to see the action. You want to feel that intensity again of getting a sale or, or you, know, you know, when you're in the game, getting a check or making a great play. So, um, for me, it was kind of uh, a no-brainer to, to join the force. And, uh, and, you know, working under Andy, he makes, like you said, he makes it very easy the way he explained it. Uh, and it's about using your personal connections. So that's another aspect of it where you're reaching out to buddies you played with back in high school, or I can, I can call back home and say, Hey, anybody in Minnesota, you know, talk to my old coaches there and see if anybody's uh, interested in product or apparel or whatnot. And then I've got my local community around here that uh, I definitely reach out to. So um, you're kind of hitting on all, all, all facets of uh, our here. And it's great to be a part of it uh, because I think it is the future here. Hey, Daryl, hey, if I might, like, just to sort of touch on what Andrew's yeah. saying, and I've had this experience myself. I mean, it's it's been so cool to reunite with people maybe I haven't even spoken to since uh, since I played minor hockey. And that's happened in this. Like, I've got reps that that uh, came on that I played minor hockey with. My, my freshman roommate is a rep, and he's in Saskatoon. And it's just been it's it's just been so cool. I think one of the things that we miss when we leave the game is the brotherhood of it, right? And we and and this this working with Berbero allows you to, as Andrew said, to stay connected. But it also lets you, if you want to reach out and, and really you know connect on a deeper level, it lets you go all the way back. Um, and that that's been very. Um, calming i think for me and for a lot of the reps that i've spoken to because we, we we give our lives to this right and then when it's done it's done and if you don't have a way to stay connected you're just you're disconnected and you miss it your spirit misses it you know you, you guys know everybody knows like take the guys you played with or guys you did the same thing with it's it's instantaneous and you're like right back to where you were and this gives you the as a conduit to that to maintaining those relationships and then being able to use it you know, to, to care for your families. We're all looking for that thing to do after that, like to Andrew's account, like to where we can apply our intensity. Well, this allows you to, you can go all in here. I mean, you can go balls to the wall, whatever you want to do. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a great way to, it's a great way to um, leave the game, but not necessarily have to leave it all the way. You can kind of straddle the line and, and still have a, have a carry forward. And then some, some hope for the future for what you can make of this. If you, if you invest your time and your intensity the same way you did when you were a player. And that's why the pro guys are so, they're so good at, at this because they know how to work hard. They, they have a self-confidence that they exude and they have great relationships. So it's a really, it's kind of a perfect uh, scenario. Mm, well, absolutely. Based on everything that you guys said, um, it, every, everything sounds fantastic. Uh, I do want to ask, let's talk a little bit about bottom line. So I, I just kind of want to flat out ask to hear, and hear it right from the horse's mouth, but like, what's the earning potential for a sales representative? Well, I, I give a couple of examples, you know, in the end, it should, it should boil down to that. You know, Andrew and I had a conversation about this yesterday about, about being accounted for your time. And I'll just, I'll just tell a few stories that, that make sense. So, you know, in, in St. Louis, 
Tim Peel, longtime NHL referee, signed on, and then he signed on Jamal Mayers. They've proceeded to bring in about, about four or five uh, large accounts in the St. Louis area. Those accounts will aggregate, you know, to a, a couple million dollars in sales uh, as time progresses. So that's, you know, the way we have it set, it's 10% to the rep that brings it in. And if there's a lead rep on the account, it's 5% more of that rep. So you're talking about 200 grand to the, you know, to the rep that closes the deal and a hundred grand on top of that to the rep that brought in the sub rep. And that's every year. I mean, this is the nature of this business. We're in a custom business. So we do all the game where we do the apparel, the bags, custom gloves. And these are items that these teams and associations order every year. So you think about it now as a retired player looking to subsidize, you know, what you've been able to save throughout your career. And, and it's a really, it's an opportunity to have that be a residual income source for you. So, I mean, there's, there's massive opportunity there. And then I, you know, you look at it on a, on a larger scale, I have a single rep that brought in, the Hockey Calgary Association, they have 14,000 skaters, right? So if you look at it, if they spend a hundred bucks a player, you're talking about a $1.4 million account or 140 grand a year to that rep. And really in actuality, if you think about what teams and organizations buy, it's more in the five to $700 range per player. By the time you get them in game where you get them in, you get them in, you know, all the off-ice apparel and everything like that, it adds up. So you're talking about potentially like an eight to $10 million account or potentially $800,000 million a year to this individual, right? So the, the sky's the limit and it's really about relationships. And, and then, and then, you know, we at Verbera, we really make ourselves available. So like if anybody had a high level meeting and they want people on the call and we have people for that or we have we have great reps like like Andrew and Dalton that understand the program inside of them backwards that that you know could, could be part of that experience too it's just it's you know we've had you know we've seen more and more of the brotherhood of this thing like help uh, helping each other out to get this stuff done too it's been it's been incredible to to watch the teamwork um come in from this and that's all that's another attribute that we all carry into this for sure yeah, absolutely. And well, and while we have them here, so Dalton and Andrew, um, basically, would you agree with what Andy just said? And can you relate that to your own personal experience so far? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I I, oh, go, go ahead, buddy. Can I go? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's very accurate. I think, uh, like anything, it takes a little bit of time to build the name of a brand up. Um, maybe it's not as known in a certain location. It just takes a little bit of time to get the name out there. And you know, it's not like you're going to make a sale day one, but it's um, as these teams and organizations start looking <clears throat> after bottom line and saying like, okay, where can we save money? What can make this more affordable registration costs down? How can we do that? And when you present them with the opportunities of what Verbero can actually offer them, a lot of them take a close look at it and being like, well, what are we doing right now? Why is this so much different? Why can we save so much more by going this direction and they start a second guess. They're like, well, we've been with this order or a different store, whatever it may be for over a decade. Why are we not getting these kind of kickbacks that Barrel's offering? And I think that's a really interesting thing is being able to disturb the market so drastically with just, you know, one quick conversation, presenting them with what the opportunities that Barrel offers. Um, so like I said, yeah, you got to put a little bit of legwork in to kind of get the name out there. But um, as one team, two teams sign on, I think it's going to be, you know, really landslide effect that you're going to see a lot of organizations and teams that are almost going to be reaching out to get on with Verbero. So I, I think it's a really interesting opportunity and um, it just kind of can build from there for each individual rep. Yeah. Just, just to echo both of uh, Dalton and Andy's comments. Uh, it, it always goes back to the connections for me where for, if you're a former player looking for a job, like you've already made the connections throughout your lifetime through your career. So it's not like you're doing the extra work. So that's the introduction. That's the hardest part, right? 
getting in the door. We've already got our foot in the door before we even started. So that that's huge. And the second thing is, is that when you're reaching out to people, you know, or local, your local community, it, it's you, that's the face. It's not some guy on the phone calling from India, no offense, India, <laughs> trying to sell you something, but it, it's, it's you in the door, in the chair across from saying, Hey, like, this is a product I believe in. Uh, this is something I use. And, and I'll, I will be, you know, the person that you'll be working with, not somebody on the other end of a telephone. Um, so that that's part of it. And then also uh, just Andy touched on it too. It's, it's how hard you work, you know, everything's commission based. So, um, you know, hockey players know how to work hard. That's what we do. That's why we get where we're at. So you put your nose to the grindstone, you work hard, you're going to get paid. Simple as that. And, and Daryl, like, thanks for that guys, by the way. And, 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 you know, to that point, like, I also wanted to make sure that we, that we uh, compensated our guys well, you know, so we, we did, we tripled the industry standard commission rate. And there's no, there's no other group that lets you build your own sub rep for us. So again, back to the social networking of it. Like you have an opportunity. I see it two ways. Like when I'm bringing in a new rep, like on this side, like what is the low hanging fruit? What are the teams, leagues, associations that you're directly affiliated with, where you played, your hometown, um, people, you know, and then on this side, like, who do you want to work with? Who do you know is going to go out and hustle and do the same thing? Because you're earning while these guys are doing their job as well. And then you can tag team stuff and work together. So you get that, you get that camaraderie and really in a lot of ways, it's your own opportunity to build your own your own team, and then you're also part of the Ribeiro team. So you end up you end up kind of being in a, a kind of a exclusive for, you know fraternity, um, and it's it's really a it's really a great home base. And then we do everything we can on on our side to make sure that that we're supportive um, in in every way. We try to try to streamline and automate as, as much as we can, so that really you can focus mostly on bringing in these relationships, and we help you close these deals, and you can just focus on the next one and on down the line. Yeah, that was, that was actually my next uh, question. So uh, as as players are reaching out to former coaches and uh, minor hockey associations and, and whatnot, so how do you train and arm your sales force with everything they need to, to earn those types of uh, commission potentials? So we have a, a couple different ways that we do that. Uh, you know, we spend a lot of time in this format. Like I talked talk to Dalton a good bit, you know, we, we, I talked to Albie a good bit and we, we, we allow that access and intimacy to make sure that everybody understands what's going on. We have a, a team at Verbero.com as a, as a general mailbox that goes to our executive staff. Those most team related requests or, or, or specific, you know, any specific requests that, that our reps have go there. And then we basically manage manage those requests as, as a larger group inside of Ribeiro. And then once you sign on, like we equip everybody with all kinds of tools, you know, direct custom links, promo codes, access to uh, a, a platform called Box, where essentially we everything is in there from from, you know, uh, uh, catalogs, you know, how to's, FAQs, um, you know, order forms. I mean, we literally put everything in their product videos. I mean, uh, everything's there. And then on top of that, I, we hired a, an inside sales manager. This is a more recent thing. He's actually came up through the rep system. He's been with us for over a year and sort of elevated to the position that he was a perfect inside sales manager. And basically what he's done now is broken out group subsets. So we're breaking, we're breaking the sales forces into smaller chunks. And then we're doing stuff like this, like having drop-in sessions to talk about process, protocols, product, like literally everything. The education never stops. Um, so we just keep working to make sure that our that our guys and, and women are more, are more and more ever more educated on all on all the things they need to be successful. And then beyond that, it's just just about constant support. I mean, we just want to 
we want to make the transition easy. We understand that not everybody comes out of hockey with like a, a complete business acumen. It took me time to develop mine. I'm still learning every week and I'm thankful for the, for the opportunity to be in a place where I can just continue to learn those things and hopefully pass some of those things down. And maybe that's the way that this becomes a catalyst for, you know, your life after. I mean, really that's what we're talking about. We're talking about reinvention, you know, and as much as we are hockey players, we have a whole lot of life left to live after this is done. And we've got to figure out all the different ways that we can maintain who we were, but also evolve into that thing that we're going to become in this next, you know, phase of our life, which is really what we're going to be defined by in the end. Like when Dalton passed away, no one's going to say, oh man, he was a first round draft pick. He's not going to be measured that way, you know, and we need to understand that that was a time in our life. It was a wonderful time in our life, but we have so much opportunity to, to do more and to stay connected, you know, and, and, and don't, don't lose sight of it. Cause when I first left the game, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near this again. You know, I don't want to work in the game. I turned my back. I couldn't watch games on TV. Uh, and, and you don't have to go that far. You're better off. And I tell people this all the time. I think the most potent rep that we can get is the one that maybe even still play. That might, that might be starting to think about his, his or her life after and start to position this now because nobody cares more about what you have to say than while you're playing. So you go to your hometown or local associations or whatever it is while you have an impact in that city and you're still playing and people think you're cool because when it's done, it's done. And it's a different deal. It's a little harder. So like the perfect rep is really the one that gets started while they're still, you know, they have the foresight to say, Hey, I'm going to run this in parallel. Hell put it on your agent. You know, they're sitting around doing nothing anyways. I say that all the time too. Like they're, they're not, once you have your contract in hand, they're not doing anything. So why don't you tell them, Hey, here's all the places I played. I want you to find all these contacts for me of all these different associations. And I want you to help me close these with repair. I mean, we're doing that with a few agencies. I mean, I, I personally think that's that that's the that's the most potent rep that we could ever have. You know, look, I'm I'm not a former pro player like yourselves, but um, but if I'm hearing everything correct, this it sounds like an opportunity perfectly suited for players who have some name recognition and some cachet. Uh, they know and understand. They can speak the game at a high level. They've developed contacts, connections through the sport and in their communities. Um, but I think perhaps most important, everyone who I've spoken to about this opportunity seems to be having fun and enjoying being part of the Verbero team. And it doesn't sound like it's so much of a, like a quote, a job per se, but it's just a way to stay in the game, experience the business side of the sport, earn some money, but really enjoy doing that. So um, I guess to, um, to Dalton and Andrew, like, has that been consistent with your experience so far that it's, you're liking what you're doing and you're having fun doing it and you're enjoying it? Yeah, absolutely. Just echoing what Andy said, uh, after I kind of retired, I was like, you know what, I need to get away from the game because, you know, my mind still wants to be involved, but my body can't. So, but for me, the, when I joined Rivero, the biggest thing I noticed is having a Zoom call with just all the reps and the guys that played, it's like being back in the locker room. And it's, you know, that's kind of an interesting attachment that, you, you know, all the other guys, they get it. You can joke around, have a good time. And it's, it brings you back to like you're playing and you're getting that little bit of a taste of the game in a different capacity. And I think that's a really interesting um, opportunity that Ribeiro affords is, you know, you get to sit around and have those conversations with the guys while, you know, talking business and opportunities, and you're still involved just in a different, different way, right? It's just being on the sales side of things rather than playing. And um, I think for me, that, that kind of gives me the taste uh, of the game that I kind of needed after. Um, so I, that's one thing that I really love about this opportunity is, uh, being involved just in a different capacity, able to continue forward and getting that uh, locker room mentality a little bit. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I, I echo uh, Dalton's comments there as well. Um, I, I got into this a little bit later. Um, you know, I've been retired for about seven years and uh, it's been a good transition though to get back into the game. And as my kids have been growing up here and getting a little older in hockey, I got an eight year old. So he's, he's kind of just tipping on the top end of mites. So he's, he's getting going now. So um, the equipment and the helmet, uh, the Cav helmet specifically really got me into this and, and, and brought me to Verbero and, and now I'm into that. So um, it took me a little bit while to get back into hockey, but now that I'm back into it, it feels good. It feels like you're, you're back in the flow. Um, so that, that was great for me. And then also, um, for all those reps that, you know, are playing right now or any hockey player for that matter, it's, it's, you never really know when you're going to be done either. Right. I mean, it could take one hit, one, one on your knee, you know, one concussion, whatever it might be, you know, nobody's really ever planning for retirement. We all think we're going to play till we're 50 like Yager, but it's just not going to happen. Right. So, um, and not many guys have the foresight as Andy was talking about to say, Hey, what am I going to do post-career whenever that happens? Cause we just think we're going to play forever. So uh, this is, this is that perfect opportunity where, like I said, we've already got the relationships um, from the years we played through hockey, the coaches we've had, the teammates we've had, the, the cities we played in. So your foot's already in the door. So all you gotta do is make the call and make the introduction. So it's an easy transition. You're in the game, you got your buddies on zoom and on locker room, in the locker room that you can, you can work with. And, and again, the business side of it's going to take care of itself because it's relationships that sell products. And uh, like I said, we have the contacts. You get in and you talk to the people you know, and they want to work with you because they know you and, and they trust you because, you know, you're a hockey player. You know what's best and, uh, you know, what works and, and what equipment's great and what's not. And and this is something that, you know, I can I can stand behind. As well. Um, Andy, looking ahead, what, uh, what new products or new initiatives are currently in the works to keep elevating Berbero to that next level? Well, the, the, probably the most exciting one is not one that anybody would ever think of. Like most people would be talking about a, a hockey product, a skate or whatever. And we're working on some redesigns for the skate. It's going to be exceptional. But the thing I'm most excited about, and it's going to debut in the next week to 10 days is Donnie also wrote some software to create a portal that essentially makes us like the DoorDash of custom product uh, purchases. So essentially like the customer now is going to get very marked um, distinct points in the production process. They're going to get an automated uh, email essentially from us, you know, telling them exactly where things are in process and then culminating with the tracking. And it's an automated feature that we put in that is, uh, you know, it's over 150,000 lines of code that Donnie wrote to get this thing done. It's a, it's a completely proprietary feature and it's really going to set us apart from everybody because the one chief complaint when you live in the custom space is like the stuff comes late. It's wrong. Where is it in process? Nobody knows. And as a brand, like you get inundated with those messages, this thing's going to solve all those problems on the product side. Um, you know, the model for me and for this brand is have, have a best in class for every series. We have the lightest stick on the market. We have the only 3D printed helmet. We have the only full carbon fiber skate. So we're in process right now of working on some absolutely incredible stuff with the skate. I'm not rushing it because we're, you know, we're focusing on building teams and association business and we're doing a good job of we're focusing on building them more team stores. So we've got more of a captive audience. And once I get the skate perfect, we're going to, we're going to launch it on the 
world and it's going to be half the price of the true skate and it's going to be uh nothing short of perfect you know i'm i'm fortunate i studied engineering at school and i've got a background in, in design to some degree so i i feel really passionately about this portion of the business and then you know we've got i own some intellectual property in the protective space that's going to allow us to do some really incredible stuff i don't really want to let the cat out of the bag now but it's going to be really a top-down approach and and fitting you know fitting customized product to the best players in the world um, and sort of doing it by invitation only and it'll be all 3d print stuff um, we've got that sort of preliminarily in the works but i envision that debuting sometime in probably 2022 or 2023 awesome awesome well um, just to some closing thoughts and comments but uh and i'll maybe i'll throw this out to, to dalton and andrew so what uh and i know you've spoken about this already but like what message or advice would you provide to other current or former pro players uh, such as yourselves who may be interested in, in coming on board? Maybe they're on the fence or just not sure, but from your experience, uh, um, any, any thoughts or advice that you could provide? Yeah. Interesting enough. I've already talked to a couple other guys who saw that I was, uh, you know, with Verbero and they said, Hey, I, I saw the, you know, PHP email. I was thinking about it. Like, what can you tell me about it? And a lot of them are skeptical at first because they might not even know, you know, whether how the commissions work, how stuff works. And I think as soon as they kind of get a little bit of information, um, they're kind of sold on it because they want to be involved in the game. A lot of them transition to something like coaching. And then they see, you know, like a lot of the families and stuff like that that are struggling to, to get their kids or they want to get them the best gear. And they're like, well, you're already kind of in some capacity a salesperson if you're directing them towards certain brands. Why not, you know, do both sides of it a bit and have your, uh, you know, Verbero kind of behind you and you can push the best product at the best price point to your teams. So I think that's a lot easy transition for some guys that are trying to stay in the game. Um, so I, I'd say like, you know, don't be skeptical, uh, jump right in um, because with those connections and stuff that they've had from their entire careers, it's an easy transition and you can really get rolling pretty quick. Uh, well said. Uh, <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, ju just to add a Dalton there. Um, the other thing that's, that's great about Verbero is, is the time and, and energy that you can put into it. It's, it's, co it's, comp it's, uh, commission based, right? So if you want to work a different job or you just want to try it out, it's, it, you know, you can do it on the weekend. You know, we have a lot of weekend warriors that have regular nine to fives, um, and they go out on the weekends and they sell to their local communities. So, uh, it's not something where you're jumping in and it's, it's 40, 50, 60 hours a week. You know, if you want, you go 10 hours, 15 hours, two hours, whatever it might be. Um, you, you can just dabble in it, see if you like it. And uh, it, just, it gives you flexibility uh, if you have other responsibilities or family or whatnot. So um, it's just, it's just another option uh, to get out there and get back in the hockey world. And um, hopefully uh, guys try it out. And I'll just I'll just add to Andrew's commentary, you know, like and he's he's right, you know, we've got people certainly that that dip their toes in. But same point in time, like, you know, to Dalton's point, there are so many of us that leave the game that stay in the game in one capacity or another. And I think especially, and I don't like to bring up COVID, but COVID has taught us one thing in particular that we need to have multiple revenue streams. And if you're already spending time in the game, you know, you, we've got, we've got podcasts we're partnered with. We've got, you know, groups as large as elite prospects. We've got, um, you know, ex pros, we've got coaches, they're, uh, you know, directors, commissioners that are on staff with us. I mean, it's, it's a, it's the perfect addition to work you're already doing. You're already spending time in the environment. So why wouldn't you want to affiliate a with great, you know, great products, great people, a great brand, but then to be able to give yourself another revenue stream while you're already doing the work you're doing anyways. I mean, you're already talking hockey, you're talking product, you're 
you're you're probably talking custom products you know so it's 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 a it's a relatively simple conversation and then just the backing of like what we have that other brands don't like there's not another brand that has a 24 7 365 team store there's not another brand that does apparel and and equipment and certainly not the caliber of equipment we have and then the price points are unmatched so in a lot of ways it's something you can put your good name behind um, because it check it checks all the boxes and it's it's a it's a very seamless transition for most organizations in my opinion once they get a chance to understand who who we are what we do and and how they can get started and that's the other thing like we can get started with an association or a team we can start with headwear or we can start with off-ice apparel or we can start with gameware or bags or custom gloves so there's a lot of ways that we can get in and get our foot in the door and then build build trust build credibility let time pass and and invariably we always end up you know getting getting more uh, in the next in the next order series well, very well said, uh, Andy and, and all everyone on today. So thank you very much for your time and coming on the, uh, the podcast today. It's a real, been a real pleasure having you on. If um, Aside from the, the emails, and we're going to keep uh, hammering them out to our current players and alumni network, but if anyone's interested in learning more or jumping on board, um, who should they contact and how should they, how should they reach out? Well, the best thing to do is just just email team at verbero.com and to say you'd like more information on sales. I think that's the easiest way to do it. And then I'm sure like when we push this out, um, Daryl will, will probably have a hot link um, that can go. We have a we have a, a forum on our website that allows people to reach out that way, too. So we can maybe attach that link, make it super easy. People can just click the link and put in their information. And then we always reach out. Once we reach out, we usually send like a bit of an info packet, let you sort of metabolize some of that stuff, send you a few uh, Zoom recordings because we do team sessions they're, they're recorded sessions. They're marked uh, in inside uh, inside the YouTube link, like as to what the topic is. But it's a really nice way for people to get acquainted with the brand, invest a little bit of time, and then from there, like if there needed to be any kind of follow up, we schedule Zoom meetings, whatever needs to happen to to get the uh, to get the partnership closed. And, and then from there, it's a matter of getting your welcome email, getting all the tools that that I mentioned earlier, um, and then really just getting rolling. You know, starting to starting to build out the a plan for who you're going to reach out to and why um, and then like i said we've got a support team that that's available to help people with that and, and make sure the transition is a smooth one because it's not you know it's not something you should be intimidated by sales in my in my opinion should should be easy because it should be products that you stand behind and where you're almost doing somebody a favor you're not selling like snake oil you're 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 standing behind like great products that are at a great price point so in a lot of ways you're doing somebody a favor those are the products i want to sell you know that's the stuff that i want to stand behind uh without without compromise on quality like i wanted to make sure that every product we have is 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 the most elite caliber but i want to give i want to make sure we can make it accessible through the stores and direct on verbero.com at the most aggressive pricing so you know we're really uh really trying to check all those boxes to make it uh, where there's zero barrier to entry. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you all uh, again for your time. Really, really appreciate you coming on. And I think uh, a lot of Petrie members and, and alumni are going to take note of your comments for sure and, and hopefully jump on board. So it's awesome. And thank you so much again. Yeah. Likewise, Daryl. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. <laughs>